0: Discover connection,
1: awaken sacredness, become empowered,
2: join us for our show on Blog Talk
1: Radio.
0: Welcome to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live, show number seven. We are your hosts, Dave and Jason. Our guest today is Shirley Bolstock. Shirley is an intuitive reader, a medium, and an energy worker. She has been doing readings and energy work for 20 years and is a medium, clairvoyant, and clairaudient, and works with the transformation of DNA. Welcome, Shirley. Thank you for being on the show.
2: It's an honor to be here. Thank you. I've been looking forward to this.
0: Well we've been looking forward to having you on the show and uh, I'm glad it's finally happening. So uh, let's talk about mediumship. That's one of your gifts and you come through in a couple different ways. So medium, channeling and clairaudient um, and clairvoyant. Uh, Tell us how those work for you. How do you work with clients using those gifts?
2: You know, it's interesting. I was able to, um, I was seeing spirits when about six years old. Of course, it scared me then because I had no idea what was going on. I just knew that. I had all kinds of strange beings hanging around my bed and, you know, people, uh, hanging around. And sometimes they seemed a little dark. Sometimes they seemed light, but I just didn't understand what I was seeing. Um, as time went on, it seemed like I had, um, a lot of empathy or I'd be able to pick up things and I would know things I think uh, the best way I work with mediumship it's I try to be more evidential as uh, somebody's grandmother comes in your grandmother loves you and she's here you know it doesn't tell people much Yeah. so I try to pick up uh, things about them that are something that maybe I would not have known about like one time I saw a Uh, A woman, you know, she was showing me a lot of different shawls. It turned out she made the shawls, and I would not have known about that. I pick up different ways that they may have died, pains in areas. I've had them where they um, would point at their eye, and it turned out they had had cataract surgery on that eye. Or uh, they would sometimes leave funny things. One time, uh, a gal literally dropped right before she was getting her favorite dinner, and she said, you know, My daughter really should have gotten her money back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's bizarre.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So they maintain their personality uh, as they pass over, right?
2: (laughs) You know, I think that there. you know, we have an oversoul where we have different aspects of us and different interdimensional timelines, and some of those alternates can be very different. But at the same time, there's a lot of very similar things going on, so... A mediumship takes on a very different aspect when you're looking at interdimensional timelines, because that person could be alive in one timeline, and but dead in this one. So you want to communicate with the aspect that's more direct in the timeline. What uh, usually happens there, yes, they do seem to carry uh, personality traits. One of the things I do with my DNA activations is I do clear them because they can't take resonations of problematic uh, issues in their life into the afterlife because it's all DNA. DNA is spiritual. DNA is physical. DNA is emotional. DNA is ethereal. And there are copied imprints that can come with them. So yes, you might see um, instances where there was something particular that might have happened to them. That might be why you might see an imprint of someone who's had an accident. It looks like half their face is gone, or something. You know, all these ghoulish horror stories that you hear. You know, uh, oh, he had no head if they were decapitated. You know, you hear these events where Anne Boleyn was carrying her head through a the Tower of London, I have channeled Anne Boleyn, and I can assure you she still has her head in the afterlife. <laughs>
0: so, well, that's, that's good news. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, but sometimes they may appear, you know, because there's an imprint of the way they, you know, died or something is going on, or what people might even expect them to look like. If I get a very young version of someone who died at 98, they might not know what I'm talking about, unless I describe them, you know, as the way they knew them. Yeah. So they will appear any way they need to, but most of the time they'll take on a much younger um, or healthier imprint you know when they go into the afterlife but when they come through they'll show me several different things
0: about them. Well help me understand something here because (coughs) I've seen many mediums talk to many mediums uh, some get symbolic Mm -hmm. information and pretty much only symbolic information. And they're trying to figure out, like, okay, they're showing me the number seven with a star beside it. What does that mean to you? Or what does that mean to me? Versus, why don't they just talk to you? Why don't they just say, tell them that, you know, I like licorice. Uh,
2: Well, that's a frequency thing, Dave, because a lot of us resonate to frequency differently, and interpretation has a lot to do with it, and perception has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. So it may be that the the person in the afterlife is trying to transmit like a radio frequency to the human that is raising their frequency in order to interpret what they're telling them. And that may be why they're only getting symbols. And this person in the afterlife may know that If they say to them, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, they they wouldn't receive it. So they show them an apple instead, and then you might see a doctor walk by, or, you know, that kind of thing. So um, they try to bring messages according to where the medium's
1: frequency is. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. helps. I would like to go back to something you said a few minutes ago about DNA being in all of those places. Mm -hmm. So is the signature of the DNA the same, or does it do the same thing, like we're a little different in each of the different places that we're in?
2: Um, There is an oversoul signature that is permeated through all our aspects. And I understand that that, um, all time and spaces at once. We're also living our parallel and our past lives all at once, but, you know, if you took a mirror inside of a mirror and it looked like infinity, it's pretty cool until you try to shave in it, or maybe brush your teeth, or put some eyeliner on, you know. Um, we. Yeah,
1: I, I, I always poke my eye out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In all of the dimensions, all at once. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, on, like, and
0: a and and mascara.
2: And yeah. Interventional, you know, one-eyed person. Um, <laughs> there were one dimension with one eye. I actually, you know, and it's actually true that truths actually take on different shapes in different life, too. It's, you, know, you know those illusions where one looks like an old man and one looks like a young woman. Well, guess what? Our alternates could see the young man, or the old, you know, the old man, and the other one could see the young woman, and so we could perceive them both. That would really mess us up. So what we really have to do is we have to bring something into one image. We really do. So it's like so, this is how we live our lives and our negative-positive timeline. So our perceptions do definitely shape our DNA. And, of course, vows, agreements uh, from our ancestry will definitely shape an ethereal, and they'll shape our blood. It will actually affect our bloodline, and we will reenact attitudes from our ancestry. And so, um, you know, little Johnny, who's been adopted and lives in New York, and his real father is in California, but they act exactly alike because there is a language. Everything is language. Everything resonates to language. So what resonates to you and what you resonate out is considered language. So you could find um, a person you fall in love with, and it doesn't work out, and then you go online and you find the same kind of person in Paris because energy really doesn't know distance. So that sometimes that's just why you see people have the same trouble over and over again in relationships, or they have the <coughs> excuse me, yeah, you know, they have the same uh, issues maybe with their abundance or they have addictive issues that can travel. Um, DNA does uh, ship, yeah, you know, it shapeshifts, it really can. And this thing about you know the. Um, I know they they saw the the DNA, you know, that twists around, you know, the helix. Right. Uh, I got news that helix can go up to number eight, and it can completely come apart, take on new dimensions and new information, and then intertwine again. So this thing about it just being locked up in a helix isn't true at all. It actually shapeshifts.
1: That actually makes sense. Plus, it would kind of need to in some cases, right? Depending on what you're experiencing and, and where you're at with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. right? And, and that signature of the oversoul and that, so, so it's almost like there's a, it's like an octopus and the tentacles are all attached, mm-hmm. but they're doing something independent in different places. And
2: that's very true. Uh, you got an excellent analogy there, Jason. And uh, when I get impressions, it's like energy from the all, just like I could get an impression from somebody who's alive. So they may show me, um, I get this feeling of them not being able to breathe very well, and it's kind of energetic. Or I might actually feel it kind of physical. Luckily, I don't pick up their pain, but I pick up kind of like an esoteric pain. It's like I can get an impression. They're in pain, but I don't have the pain myself. That's handy. Yeah, but I know some mediums I <laughs> really pick up the pain. You know? and, <laughs> not uh, so handy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a little <laughs> difficult. They're grasping their chest, and, Yo, that's how they died, isn't that special? <laughs> um, yeah, but it does happen, Yeah, yeah. sometimes you, you get that. Um, the ones used to do the ectoplasm, it could be very dangerous because things stick to that echoplasm. And, you know, they um, would have to be in an extremely clean environment because they would take that right back into their body. You know, so it's probably why you don't see too much of that anymore. And it'd be very hard to do with these smartphones now and smart meters and the way frequencies are so changed out there so uh sometimes if a person died for maybe they were a smoker i might see them smoking i might get a visual or I get this feeling of the taste and how much they enjoyed smoking then i get this feeling that they can't breathe very well and i'm like um something happened you know on the left side or i might see a dark shadow on a side i would be able to see them and there would be a shadow but sometimes they will show me Things about them being in the military, um, I, I would actually see a military scene, you know, coming out of like World War II, or, or um, I would see them being a nurse and helping people. So there's uh, many different ways you can pick up mediumship, but I sometimes I could just have direct conversations with them, just huh? like they're kind of on a phone line, and that, that seems to blow people away when I do that. But it does happen, and I know that when I have uh, brought in. Celebrities—they—they they often talk to me very similar. It's uh, like they're just chatting away, and you can tell sometimes differences in voices. You can tell differences in tones. Uh, you know. And sometimes as uh, Davis brought up sometimes your your face will change uh, with that DNA. I would never be a very good trans meeting where I kick out of my body and they just come in I'm not willing to give up my consciousness. I want to hear what they have to say and I want to be there with what's going on. I think the most surprising one I got when, when I absolutely don't expect something and I think it's the last thing they're going to say to me and I get it then I know it's not me. Phrasing will change the way they speak, the way they put their words together can be very different um, you know very different than the way I would phrase
1: Yeah, and they use different words and oh
2: yeah, yeah the, different language yeah. I don't always pick up accents though because I know I channeled John <laughs> Lennon and I did not pick up his Liverpool accent but I did pick up a different tone in my voice because I'm still needing to bring through what I'm hearing but if I start talking in some thick Liverpool accent I, it might be very hard for people to understand,
1: but I do know my tone changes Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So it's, there's, there's, you're, 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 kind of looking at channeling and mediumship. That it sounds like in some ways that actually melds for you. Yeah. Quite even that. often that, that that actually happens depending on you know the the source of the the energy of the information
2: sometimes they 'll give me stuff ahead of time they 'll give me quotes they 'll show me things. I know that um, on Dave the Mystic it was the first time I did a medium show where I said I brought in the original Paul McCartney, and um, I had no idea there was paul 's dead groups. I had no idea that people had thought he was replaced. I thought it was a hoax in fact i rolled my eyes at it you know when i looked at a youtube and i said "Oh, that hoax all oh, that again until i was on the floor hearing from somebody who said it's true i died in 1966 in a car accident yeah,
1: that that put me to <laughs> look because i had never heard of it either until i heard I was that shocked. show I was. And, and there's a lot of information there's enough out there to to make you wonder and to put you in a space of you know, of really thinking, and then knowing it was you that channeled it, I'm like, okay, I, I, I think I could believe some of this. It's, well, I the got nose to... is different. <laughs> yeah. The nose is different. Oh, it's ears, there.
2: nose, height. <laughs> well, the thing is, is I literally felt like I was clobbered, and on the floor, I'm like, what? You know, I could not believe what I was hearing, and there was no way I could have made that up. First of all, I had no idea the theories of how he really, how they believed he really died. I was absolutely astounded. I had no idea there were people who were writing books on it. I had no idea there were interviews on it. I called Dave and said, Guess who I heard from? Huh? Hey, can we put some disclaimers on this show? But he, he's screaming at me, he wants on Dave's show. I mean that was one of the first things he said. So guess what, Dave? Your shows are out there in Mediumville. Okay. Um you're actually known in the afterlife. I brought we brought in enough celebrities that they are fans.
1: <laughs> so now
2: Dave's got fans up there. <laughs>
1: right that enough. is some serious marketing, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, well done. Pretty sir. cool. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Does I that have, have something to do with the guests you have on the show? It's a little bit. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, he has a lot of mediums on, but <laughs> one, one of the things they said is, well, I died in 1966, I was in a car accident. It's true, I am dead, and I want on Dave's show. I mean, he wanted his story out. He says, you don't know what it's like watching somebody live your life and they don't know you're dead. He was actually kind of trapped at that time. And all I could do was hang out on the floor with my mouth hanging open. I was absolutely astounded. And I said, I believe you. I believe I'm hearing from you. But you have to help me do the research. Because I can't just go on cold. Because I I don't even know how much I could channel what I could say. I said, you have to help me with the research. I said, but don't just give me stuff I can look up. I have to look, you have to give me stuff that can't be looked up that someone knows evidential. And yes, of course I got accused of. You're a fake medium. You just got into the PID research groups and you just, you know, Uh, I knew that was coming, you know, and I did get trolled once and accused of that. And I understood it, but I told him, I said, you got to give me things I can look up. And he did, and I would be able to look up, and then I would know he was telling the truth because I had no idea until I looked it up. But it still occurred to me if I could look it up, others could too, and they would think that's what I did first. So it was very careful to get on Dave's show to tell him what I got ahead of time and where I found it as a confirmation. So I had to be very careful as to what I really did find out on my research versus what I was told and it was, uh, it was kind of a thin line, but the show went well, and uh, we put enough disclaimers on it, and we were
0: fine. And there was no legal action, which no is a really high action. point. You know,
2: what are they <laughs> well, gonna do,
1: you know? I would imagine, considering <laughs> the level of notoriety associated with Paul McCartney, that there wouldn't be a whole lot of stuff that would still be hidden right so just about everything would be out there somehow you
2: would think so but he would tell me things like um him and the guys would sit around and watch the beatles cartoons and just laugh their butts off you know they just thought it was hilarious so of course i had to look up the year of when the cartoons came on which was 65 you know if he died in 66 that would work Right. Um, he, he talked about short sheeting them, you know, switching all their ties and their suits around, you know, so they all have the wrong things on or, you know, <laughs> they, they turn things inside out or they, they pull a lot of pranks on each other. They seem to be really good at that. Uh, so he would tell me about some of those things. Um, he would tell me about sneaking out the back doors where he wouldn't be watched. He said they, they really didn't have a lot of freedom, you know, he told me about that. Um, I called Jean Asher Jane Archer because I was in such an altered state, <laughs> I just destroyed her name. <laughs> (laughs) And that might, you know, really show that I was in an altered state, because if everything was perfect, you know, maybe it wouldn't be, you know, you would think I was reading off a script, but um, we found out a few more things later, but boy, he got me in more interviews, and there were things that theories about him being decapitated, and he insisted he was not decapitated at the scene, that that happened later. Uh, He talked about um, several things that others were able to confirm. It did differ with some of the other theories. And there are others who swore they are channeling Paul McCartney. That did not match what I had to say. And they challenged me. And I said, could be a Paul from another timeline? Or you could be just be getting, one of us could be getting misinformation. The main thing is that there was justice done and that if this truly happened, that we find out the truth. Um, My stuff matched a lot of researchers. And we did have a researcher on the show who came on and said later that um, it matched a lot of what she had, you know, found out on her own prior. I think the thing that was kind of interesting, knowing that I was completely... Oblivious to the notoriety of this, I just thought, well, this was interesting. We put on disclaimers. We did not put Sir Paul down, or, you know, um, but I did come out with some theories about him, you know, maybe being into some things that could have caused him to be able to hold Paul. Uh, and, you know, the original Paul, interdimensionally, uh, he wanted to create with him. Of course, the book of Billy Shears that came out was, uh, uh, this is where Mike Williams came out. And I talked a lot about this, where um, they swore that he was actually kind of admitting that, you know, he wasn't the same guy. You know, he was just channeling through a ghost name, you know, uh, letting it out there. And, um, but what the original Paul that I got didn't totally match the book. Yeah, So that was kind of interesting. And if it had matched certain things exactly, I would have wondered if I was picking up thought forms. Maybe I would be not picking up the original Paul. Some things had to differ. Some of the theories had to differ. If they matched everything, I probably
1: would have been suspicious Right. And it, And what was one of the first things that I thought about when it came out was how would the, the guy who stepped in... Sir Paul, as we know him now, how how would he be able to continue and go as far as he did? And what you're saying about the possibility of channeling him and keeping you know the other soul in check that that answers a lot of that question.
2: Well, I think there's a lot of things that um, a lot of technology that was available to the military may even be uh, brought through through ETS or even through Roswell that was kept very hidden from the people. I do think that MK. Ultra, which we hear about a lot of the entertainers today, was already in effect at that time. I think Marilyn Monroe fell into MK Ultra and a lot of mind control. But I do know that there is a way to download memories into a person as though they are their own. And they had experimented like this. And it could have been very well where they could have downloaded a lot of the real Paul's memories where he was from and, and put these visions into his mind. That could have very well had been done at some point. They did say he had a very extensive uh, plastic surgery and he was in Kenya at the time that supposedly Paul was um, died and he was getting a lot of things done uh, with plastic surgery, but there's some things you can't change, such as cranial, the shape of the head, or the ears. You know, the ears weren't matching. And the fact that he was three inches taller, I mean, unless he was the same Paul wearing very high-platform shoes. All of a sudden. Uh, Yeah, you know, so there was high differences. And yes, they could have very easily worked with the families to pay them off. They were terrified the girls might have killed themselves. Uh, They were bringing in a ton of money for the crown, and the last thing they wanted was, um, you know, for it to be found out about. If he was murdered, then they did it because he wasn't going along with the program. Uh, the British Invasion was very much about money, about world order, about uh, bringing in the new drug scene. Uh, the hippies at the time were becoming love journal. They were changing the universe, changing the DNA, bringing in the love and authentic, authenticity. So why not get them all drugged up and get them on LSD? And uh, the Beatles also had LSD, you know, snuck in their drinks. And there was a lot of things going on. The one thing that was very interesting is things stayed very quiet, and I thought, it's pretty quiet after that show, until my phone blew up about, Phew. oh my goodness, about three, four months later, um, the PID research groups got a hold of the podcast, <laughs> and oh boy... I got me a whole bunch of new Facebook friends and uh, I think Dave's show went viral literally in Australia and UK and um, New Zealand and the United States, they went everywhere. So uh, evidently <laughs> I was the first medium to bring what I believe to be the original Paul on the air. And Oh my goodness, I went, um, you know. I don't think that there weren't some comments that were made in that case. And there were mediums that say that's ridiculous. I never picked him up. He always was the same. Well, Sir Paul is a very powerful man. And he isn't just some very uh, crawly thing and things that are uh, what you might call Luciferian. I think that he has a very high possibility of being into that kind of work. So, what happened could very possibly happen is. Um, I know that there were times when I was trying to channel what I believed was original Paul, here would come Sir Paul in my head. And that's not the only time that's happened. I've heard of others who say, I'm trying to get one and I get the other. Uh, he had a way of very much merging the energy signatures together. This is So he knew how to work with DNA, and it would, you would have to be a very good medium to be able to tell the difference. Of course, being the brat that I am, I worked at the DNA to get the original signature back to the original guy, and it seemed like a lot of things changed after that. Uh, people were starting to... Uh, we were seeing a lot more people who were crossing over in the fence thinking, well, Maybe it's true. Maybe he really did go. But I'll tell you, this is a huge controversy. Others say that's absolutely ridiculous. You're out of your mind. They are the same guy. But I'm telling you, if I went looking for it, I could understand them saying that. That was the last thing I expected. The last thing I expected of her here. Uh, I was in Broadcast School. We were playing those records backwards and getting all kinds of weird stuff, you know, stuff off of them. And I just thought the whole thing was just a big hoax and then I never gave it validity until he pinned me to the carpet and then I uh, could totally change
1: it. Is, so, that, is that what it takes to get your attention? It
2: did in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he got his point across. He, you are going to listen. Uh, you, there was a, you are the
2: right one. Yeah, and uh, the fact that he said I wanted to show made me laugh. So I said, are they hearing the broadcast up there? And they said, yes. Well, broadcast is low wave frequency. Yep. You're not right there, Listening to them. They, they just
1: dial right it. in.
2: Yeah, they can dial right in.
1: <laughs> they don't have to wait to download it mm. or to embed it in their website. They just grab I mean, it.
2: it. It's a shame. You know, it's a shame I can't get these downloads recorded. <laughs> <You know? laughs> You know, yeah. but uh, they seem to know um, I do have a tendency to pick up on quite a few of the musicians when they die they come by. I spoke with David Bowie for three days before I moved on. Um, he had a lot to say and I actually was doing some channels on my Facebook from him you know he talked about reinventing yourself. And when I told him I was having an issue with something, or there was something bothering me, he goes, reinvent yourself. You're, you are your stories, which is true, which is what I've learned in the DNA work. And he, says, you, he told me how he reinvented himself three or four times, and Lazarus was his last invention of himself. And uh, he was a very interesting man to talk to. Um, sometimes they would come by briefly. Um, Prince came by, and I said, what happened to you? He says, well, they messed up my medication. I said, they what? He says, they messed up my medication. And then later we find out that he uh, he, he had a, a strange dose with his medicine. Right. And and he spoke to me uh, for quite a while. And then I had a radio DJ friend who's uh, quite psychic. He says, I'm heading over there. And I, I called him and I said, guess who's heading your way? And sure enough, he played Prince music all night. <laughs> <laughs> And he was having a ball. He could feel him. I see he's coming your way. Sometimes uh, they become guides to other people who are fans. Yeah, you know, John Lennon is a a guide to quite a few of my my clients. He loves working with them and coming through. And you
1: know, not a bad guy for the job. I
2: would oh say. man, he's, uh, mm-hmm. pretty, he's
1: pretty sensitive.
0: Yeah,
2: very sensitive, very multi-dimensional. He. He's done some very interesting things when I brought John Lennon through um, because, and I did not mention the PID or or the original Paul dying on those because John did not want the distractions because not everybody buys into it. They just don't. They're like, you're nuts. Or you're hearing from the devil. They they just don't believe it.
1: Well, it probably wasn't relevant to what was going on at the time either.
2: Well, a lot of what John did had a lot to do with that, but he mainly wanted his own messages, um, what he had to say, um, his own life, his own experiences about b- trying to bring in peace, trying to uh, bring in higher dimensional messages. Uh, he went through his own demons that he had to get rid of, his own addictions, which he spoke very honestly about. So it was um, you know, quite an eye opener. but he would sometimes give me quotes ahead of time that he wanted to be put on the air uh, so those I would have to write down and then I would read them because he you know he he, he was adamant that the word for word I got it right and then I get from a friend sounds like you were reading well yes I was but it was from <laughs>
1: <him>. <laughs> the naysayers yeah, they just yeah, don't yeah, stop yeah, they're just nope.
2: jealous.
1: <laughs> but
2: um, we brought him we had part one and two and I, I thought some very uh, interesting information came through on those. And he's very aware. You know, people think they're stuck in their timelines. Like, like if they died in the 70s, they have no idea what a cell phone is. Will you tell me why a Victorian ghost can call a cell phone then. <laughs> and, you know, there are, you know, they can work with frequency no matter what. And people have gotten calls. You know, people die, you know, and they get a call from their grandma, you know. I'm like,
1: still just energy, right? It, it is, is all what they're working with.
2: It's all It's all frequency, vibration, and energy. Truly and people will argue with this, what would we call artificial intelligence? Because there's really no such thing except for narcissism. Narcissism is the original artificial intelligence because it's its own cosmic universes. It has its own narcissistic god with its narcissistic followers and those who are are either the martyr or the extension of the god-ego. And this gets in all the relationships and it screws up things and it does change DNA because it's so prevalent. But that's really the original artificial intelligence. But it is still intelligence, and it is its own cosmic universe and frequency.
1: And you isn't got... it usually always the same person too? Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, like all of those things are in the same well, brain, right? Yeah, it <laughs> the same principality. You
2: know, they almost to mark it off. It's, as a it's like a collective. Yeah, it's like a collective. A
1: narcissist is, narcissism is almost a collective. It is life, a
2: collective, yeah. and it's very much pronounced out of there because if narcissism becomes holy, certain you're going to want to feel and want to be like God. And then control makes you feel like, you know, God. You know, I can do it. Well, I'm special. Or the martyr. I just want you to love me, God. I want to be your favorite. I want to be your VIP, you know. And then they pull it into, you know, the uh, relationships where, you know, one is, you know, never satisfied and then one's trying to anxious please, Or, you know, it it goes on and on and on and on. And um, it can become... Quite a, a terrible thing, as somebody finally figures out that they were just discarded after they were no use anymore, and it does a lot of damage. Uh, so what it happens is, this is the kind of thing that our light work, or the work that we're doing needs to totally disband and totally bring in the God I am that I am the real God of love the God understands and where we could understand what the Christ did or what Jesus did but you know if you just got a narcissistic God with favorites and in, the minute you don't believe the right thing he kicks a, you know off the edge of heaven or you lose your salvation I mean there's so much more to what they consider salvation than you would ever know so honestly understanding our own divinity is probably what it's most important here. So now AI <laughs> folks, it, robots are programmed by us. And I got news. They've got emotions. And maybe we should talk about that later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. Uh, we're at a break point right now. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back in a few minutes. Thank you.
1: Musician author and artist david young will be appearing in colorado for four special events april 11th through 14th of 2019 thursday april 11th a portal between heaven and earth concert and meditation presented at the wheat ridge rec center in wheat ridge colorado starting at 7 p.m is only 30 dollars presale, 35 at the door Friday, April 12th, 7 p.m., The True Story of Jesus and His Wife, Mary Magdalena. Based on the book that David just released by the same title, he'll be holding that at Journeys for Conscious Living in Arvada, Colorado. 7 p.m., prices are the same. Saturday, April 13th, he'll appear at 6 p.m. for a Portal Between Heaven and Earth concert and meditation at Unity Church and Spiritual Center in Denver on University Boulevard. And then Sunday, a special engagement at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts in Littleton, Colorado, will be a double event. It's an evening with David Young, and he will present portions of both of his events that he'll be doing on the other evenings. That'll be starting at 5 p.m., and prices are the same, but seating is limited. Each of these events can be found on Eventbrite by searching David Young in the Denver area. Be sure to check out the presale because these will sell out in some cases. Also, on Friday and Saturday, if you would like a one-on-one session with David, he is offering $50 readings. They will be 20 minutes long. There will be some in the north part of Denver on Friday and then in Littleton on Saturday. You can reach out to Jason Antelek at 720-434-8479 to book those time slots. We'll see you at the David Young events April 11th through 14th of 2019.
0: Well, welcome back to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live with our guests Shirley Bolstock and Dave and Jason. Let's go ahead and continue with this fascinating discussion. <laughs> oh, this, this is a great talk. One of the things that you do and we like to talk about are the activation codes. And I'd like you to explain to, those, uh, explain to our listeners what those are and, and how they're used. And then hopefully we'll have a demonstration.
2: Okay, well this is kind of what I'm known for also. These are called the Eight Activations or the Number One I Am Attunements. Okay, and um, you understand the uh, Tesla thing of the 3, 6, and 9 that talks about the trinity, the number 3. He says that our lives are off the frequency of 3, 6, and 9s, which would make sense. You know, 9 plus 9 is 18, 1 plus 8 equals 9. It's all congruent. They all come into each other, but it all comes back into the number 1. And depending on kind of a numerical system, you know, the numbers have to be congruent. Now, some numerical systems don't have zeros in them. Although, that would make sense because zero point frequency is where the vacuum is. It's a point of neutrality. And so if you have a consciousness that is neutralized, it's like it never existed in the first place. So what most of us as healers are trying to do is... um, Reverse, uh, get rid of, take out, dissipate. Well, what would happen if you go into a zero point and you neutralize it as though it never existed? Now, darkness only lives by permission of the light because we have to have an object in the light to create the form. Darkness can only live in form because it contracts. So it can't sustain itself. So in other words, it would just keep shrinking. And a spark of light, of course, totally dissipates it and expands. And dark energy is spinning light. So we may have the dark energy, uh, what you call. Um, interpretation but it really it's all spinning light. Everything is in the ether so everything is probable and anything we give consciousness to has life force. So if you create a strawberry and you worship it like a god we will infuse it with our own personal power and our divinity. It will act and talk and behave like a god. This is why they say don't worship idols because we are literally infusing it with our own creation. So it's best to go back to source.
1: That's where the California raisins came from.
2: That is where Right,
1: <laughs> That's what happened. Yes. Thank you for clearing that up, That's Shirley. That's
2: okay. And then when they are covered with chocolate, it created a whole new dimension of them.
1: <laughs> and forget about putting them in a bag with cashews and peanuts. It's it's the universe has gone crazy. Yeah, M&M's. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Not that we are saying M&M's are the only chocolate available.
2: No, they're interdimensional. <laughs> They're, blue, they're yellow, they're red, they're orange.
1: They're W's.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they look like little spacecrafts.
2: Yeah, 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 those things. <laughs> they're gumball machines, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I got news, yeah, you know, if you want a calf to come alive, or a golden calf, or you have your strawberry bouncing all over your table, good luck, or your M&Ms, you know, that you can put in your mouth, it all has frequency, and it all has a message. <laughs> hey you know um, how sweet it is what's the first thing you think of chocolate or something sweet in your mouth I mean it all has a consciousness so what has happened what I wanted to come back to is everything is frequency and vibration and it's our perception so whatever has consciousness or the most consciousness has the most life force and guess what it starts shaping our DNA you know and that's and then it, it shapes our cosmic universes in the uh, esoteric and it resonates into language and it's what comes back to us as language so when you change dna you're changing the language now we have a very interesting concept here where they say that a lot of uh... what you call um... Maybe the Luciferians that they, they talk about have manned a lot of the English language and put in their own consciousness under words. And in the music that some of them sing, a lot of them are musicians and in the music industry, they're bringing in a completely different consciousness in the very same words that we think mean something completely different. So if you think of something like master teacher or master slave, which consciousness is the stronger? You are Master! Well, one might think, I'm your slave, and one may say, you're my teacher. But the word is still very prevalent, but it's carrying a duality of consciousness. So what happens when you start sticking duality and consciousness into at least thousands of words of the English language? Well, you're going to get a lot of confusion. You're going to get a lot of confusion in what you're speaking. You're going to get a lot of confusion in what you're taking in. And if you have an ancestor that got cursed... Uh, Whatever they made somebody angry and maybe that curse was strong enough to take effect and then it travels to the next generation and the next generation and it gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger next thing you know you got, we're living our ancestors patterns it's like, why did all these men die so early in our lifetimes and why are people mainly getting this disease and because disease has to be in the esoteric before it gets to the physical body so there has to be a DNA uh, esoteric opening for it to even come in before we even bring it into our bodies so we're talking about something very very important to our life force so, I'll go on to say that um, this is why some people like prayer language or star language, because it's a language outside of our a typical language of every day. Now, when we're talking in abbreviations and text, we're probably shortening the consciousness. You know, you have a little I instead of a big I. You may be actually diminishing the I in yourself. So, watch your abbreviations. If you want to talk with the OMG all the time, or, oh my God, they actually do mean, you know, that's a consciousness that is permeating a abbreviation on top of words. So you could have all kinds of different communications with how slang can totally affect the way people think, the way people act, and the way they even would it be in their love relationships. They may totally relate to each other through a slang language. So this is something that we, we always have to consider and then when you look at the Victorian age where everything was pronounced so beautifully and, and if the aristocrat at the breakfast table I you know I literally thought I had to get a dictionary trying to get through two pages of that from Oliver Wendell Holmes it absolutely improved my poetry but you know when you get into symmetry of words why do you think spells use rhymes why do you think poetry affects us um, in such a symmetric way where somebody creates a beautiful poem and they're like oh my god that really affected me, because there's symmetry in the rhyme, there's synchronicity coming in through playing with words. This is one of the reasons I'm a poet. I do have poetry books out there. This is why I publish haiku, or I I play with symbols, or I play with... um, definition of words so hello we got a ton of consciousness out there now when you got an object in the light and it creates a shadow it's a form that shadow can come very very dark it could have very serious negative you know consciousness in it and it could be very very powerful and anyone who relates to that shadow or that shadow is in their spirit could be affecting them very very strongly and this could be a curse about uh, a wire or something that isn't working for them it could be uh, consciousness is very dark in their lives where they're prone to depression uh, it could be witchcraft, it could be a lot of things and believe me, manipulation is like witchcraft, you gotta watch a duality is a good guy, bad guy nobody is all dark and nobody is all light you know, dark people do good things and, and bad people do good things and Good people do bad things. You know, they, these things happen. It's more the intention of the consciousness of what takes hold. You cannot point a finger and say, dark, and that one's light. For the light, well, I got news about this because I remember sending a ball of light to somebody that was under witchcraft, and I thought, "Ha ha, I'm sending him all this love and light." Blake, well, it came back at me with all his um, infusion of witchcraft and knocked me on my rear end. It can be, <laughs> uh, it can be programmed. So watch when you fill your room with light, because anything but the kitchen sink may come in. It's your version of light, of what you believe is actually protecting you, may not be protecting you at all all. There's many that say Lucifer is a light being. Uh, uh, the God Christ is a light being. Hello, which one's the real light being? It's your perception of what you believe is a light. Many say, this is really truly God. Oh uh, no, it's Muhammad. No, it's Jesus. No, and it's whatever you're giving this consciousness to. The truth, truth is ever moving at all times. Not to saying the crucifixion didn't have it or Jesus isn't the, you know, is there is not the way. Jesus can very well be the way and the truth and the light. But We've got to understand that we are giving definitions to what we believe, who they are, and what they represent. And that could actually even limit the divinity of where they're trying to bring us. Because we're trying to bring in what you call a limited version within our perception of what they believe they did. No one is ever going to be able to understand completely the chain of consciousness that the crucifixion truly created. you know, Or who the God I am, I am that I am, is true unconditional love. Well, how do you wrap around unconditional love? Love. how do you wrap around that the truth is love at all times at love that that there is a word for love in every language out there all galactic and that type of thing and um, and numerical systems uh, pick up these things so here's where I ran into a snag okay so when we go to zero point where we remove that object in the light and that disappears. Nobody can describe it because it's like it never existed, and it didn't matter how dark that consciousness was created. So here's what happened. Unfortunately, um, being in our hands and DNA, good guys and bad guys, I'm going good, bad. Well, let's just say their intentions of controlling the planet and the humanoids in it. Perhaps Some want us to find our complete divinity, and others, well, they'd rather control us and be our gods, okay? So there's a lot of hands in our DNA DNA and how they created us, and um, a lot of abductees uh, claim that, you know, they're being controlled or they're being very manipulated, and you would think that with free will that would not be fair. And a lot of them, you know, they get healings and clearings, and what do you think happens? They, re, they go right back to the way they were three weeks later. So what I was seeing was a holographic body of energy full of information that came into their bodies, right? Hello? And then their DNA, physical DNA, would completely acquiesce out into their... Um, into their physical being well I thought this was a problem because we have free will and that seemed to be against divine law but they got in through divine law because they created access into our DNA so those tricky little clever guys got their little hands on us and they were able to use it to get back into the number one number one is the number of God the God I am God is the ultimate beautiful into all things God in order to know God comes back into God God is absolute love God is everywhere. God is in all things. He's in all experience. Number one is the truth of the God I am. Now all members have power. This is why you've got the 33 of the Masons and their Freemasons. They all power and many are trying to harness their vibrations for Manipulative intentions are perhaps very good intentions, but you know, those are saying, aha, the 444, four, four. I know, you're into Satanism. because you're using the 444, four, four. and there you go, know, 444 four, four is, you know, the number of um, Archangel Michael, it's the number of the light, and they take it out, and then, of course, you know, they say it's all demonic, no it's not, this is all the light, well, hello, it's all God. So um, when you bring any number back into the number one, you're infusing it with the God-I-Am consciousness of the ultimate divinity. And this is where the God-I-Am can bring the consciousness back into our DNA of the God-I-Am and it eradicates the narcissism that is the true artificial intelligence because it is in form. It has to have a principality of what defines it. So uh, when you get into this kind of intelligence, things become very interesting. Well, I um, had an absolute tantrum and screamed bloody, you know, I just screamed at him. I said, how can you allow this? There's divine will. And they're like, well, there's a few galactic manipulations going on here, my dear.
3: (laughs) I'm like, no!
2: (laughs) No, you better give me something, because this is wrong. This this is terrible. This poor guy is back in some kind of uh, soul slavery that shouldn't have ever happened. So after I had my fit, and um, I felt kind of bad because I really wanted to help this person. And I was at actually a day job when I heard, The eight's missing. I'm like, excuse me. The eight's missing. I'm like, uh... Do we have to do this now? <laughs> I'm very busy. The eight's missing. That's the problem. <laughs> I'm like, what an, uh, am I hearing? <laughs> you know, the number eight spirit, right? You know, uh, I cannot <laughs> understand it. And you know what happened? People got to get out early that day, and I swear they all went out like the Indianapolis 500, and in the door slammed, and I was sitting there by myself. They're like, well, I guess you're going to get on your calculator now, won't you? <laughs> Okay. Hey, turn your phone sideways when you guys do this, because it'll round off. Seriously. All right. One divided by nine. We know that nine is the ultimate number. So one divided by nine is point one 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 one. How, 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 you know. I can make fun of my friend Garrett, who works with me a lot. I go, one, 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 one. He says, that's my star language. One, 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 one. He imitates me and makes fun of me. But I do say this. Yeah, I say a lot. Well... That's our soul mapping one one one. it's infinite. I'm like, okay, pi one one one. This is cool. They said divide by nine again. So I did. Guess what you get? Zero one two three four five six seven nine zero one two three four five. and it just loops out infinitely. It's like, hey, the 8's
1: missing. They're like, duh. <laughs> okay.
2: All, right. All right, I get it.
1: <laughs> and we're obviously talking to you because you're the only one left in the office. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs>
0: We yeah. set our sights very low here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we so they,
1: told you. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> the eight's missing. I'm like, so what happened? Well, they said that kind of a fault, because numbers have to be congruent. And uh, kind of like a false connection or false, false chain went between that seven and the nine. So their illusion kind of became our reality. So guess what? Through free divine will, they got access. And I went into our number one. I like oh, this isn't good. You know, that isn't right. And that's why it's very hard for us to tell it what is our reality, you know, what is it that we're resonating at? Mm-hmm. So da this is where they got the access, so I'm having a fit again. I said, How do you put the eight back in? You know, the eight's infinity, the eight is divine manifestation. Some people can say it's a divine feminine, you know, with the eight infinity all, you know. Or it's uh, divine feminine, you know, with the top and bottom. And they said you have to have a mutable of 8 and 9 that could come into the number 1 together. They said get back in your calculator. okay? Oh, by the way, guys, when you get that 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9 times that by 72, see what happens. <laughs> um, you get 0.888888, eight, 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 you know, until it rounds out. See, You have to have that mutable in 8 and 9. The divine 72 and some seven plus 2 equals 9. And 72 divided by 9 equals 8. And then, if you divide 8 by 72, guess what you get? Point one 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 one. So, this is how all my activations have this kind of premise. It put, changes your DNA. It uh, does physically change the DNA. Many people's eye colors change where they get blue rims around their brown eyes or green eyes go blue or or they get these stars on their eyes or they go cat-eyed. Usually the rim gets darker. Um, I have blue rims around my brown eyes, you know, because of it. But sometimes when I look in the sunlight they look like four colors. Uh, Dave's eyes went like five colors. I can't tell what yeah. he's got. Um, Some people even post pictures of their eyes, but this is physical uh, evidence that your DNA has changed. So it's very interesting. I often bring mirrors with me. So shall we do something fun and do an activation?
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes, please, Shirley. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Since
2: you asked nicely, (laughs) let's go for it. Now, um, what I'm gonna mainly do is a clearing one using the number one and the zero. This is kind of basic, but you can do a lot with that neutralization code, which I just described. And I do do custom IAM attunements, and Jason, you work with some of my activations too, and you've been doing a heck of a really good job. And I know Dave does some Mm -hmm. work with them, and uh, so it's very fun when I see people, other people work with these activations as well, because they use their own modalities. Frequency comes through any modality. It can come through Reiki. It can come through Matrix Energetics, which is what I do. I am a certified practitioner. Uh, It can come through Shamanism. It can do whatever. Come through any modality. And by the way, these activations are brought in by the Galactics. They bring their ships in. So those who are, you know, who are very uh, connected to the Galactic can usually feel the ships coming in. So, don't be surprised if there's a few weird lights over your home. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> they once lit up the whole sky when I was coming back from Estes. Me and uh, two people were driving back and these weren't meteors. They actually went into a formation eight. Oh, I went at a shock because, you know, you know you're doing this stuff, and you kinda wonder. But uh And we had ships flying over us, you could see the lights underneath, and this was insanity. And One guy wrote, goes, hey, I saw a meteor shower. I'm like, no, these weren't meteors. (laughs) But I think they were just letting us know this is real. And I know that the fleets come in. And they come in interdimensionally, past, present, and future, by the way, um, and light years and light years away, because this is their technology. They're who brought this to me. And it's not coming just to me, it's coming to many, many light workers who want to work with this work. So, um, more power to that. All right, shall we? Let's just do uh, a bit of uh, an opening, and then we'll do a super big clearing,
0: How's this? Sounds good.
2: All right. We declare over to America that healing, activation, and miracles will and can take place. We claim all three simultaneously in all dimensions, past, present, and future. We ask our Archangel Michael, the still space in the East, West, and North, South, and we ask that all activations come through the cosmic Christ consciousness and the Christ of life only, and only those who can come into the reading, healing, and activations be the cosmic Christ consciousness or can be overlighted by the cosmic Christ consciousness. We ask that those things that be released, activated, and healed come to only the highest good of the divine beings listening now. We ask that all transmutations, activations, transformations, healing, and miracles come through the power of the Holy Spirit and the cosmic Christ consciousness of the God I am that I am, who reigns on earth as it is in heaven, who has ordained absolute sovereignty, absolute divinity, absolute holiness, of the purity the macro light of the God most divine, and who by the consecrated righteousness of the sacramental laws have ordained the right to free will. To be said in all time frames and dimensions, past, present, and future, alternate, direct, and parallel lives, alternate, direct, and parallel timelines, alternate, direct, and parallel universes, and an alternate, direct, and parallel spaces of them between including all retrocausal timelines throughout the collective, in all bodies, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, ethereal, and all translucent bodies of the glorious name of the God I am, that I am, the exalted God most high. We are going to go into a zero-point frequency, and please understand that I'm going to call out different forms of abuse to um, be cleared and out of your generations. It does not mean that all this happened to you personally. Is this is just something I'm clearing as a general clearing, then I'm sure that you will feel better. Okay? Now, this is a true mathematical equation. Most of what I do are all true mathematical equations, even the ones I have to get on spreadsheets. They now got me doing formulas on spreadsheets, so this has become quite advanced, but this is our basic zero-point removal rate to understand that we're taking the shadow out, taking that object out of the light, and clearing the shadow to bring a neutrality as though the story never existed in the first place. So get ready. 8 divided by 9 equals .88888888 divided by 9 equals 987654320. Going into zero point frequency. Zero point frequency, infinite number of generations, mother and father's line. Infinite number of generations, parallel lives. Infinite number, and we are neutralizing any and all narcissistic consciousness attached to physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, sexual abuse, religious abuse, ethereal abuse, neutralizing any and all narcissistic consciousness attached to persecution, bullying, stealing of lands, jealousy. Abundance issues that are attached to deserving to be loved. Neutralize now. Divided by 8 equals one two three four five six seven nine Divided by one two three four five six seven eight nine 2, 3, It's point now. Now, I do use some star language. Don't let this scare you. It is a prayer language, and it's outside the consciousness of the regular English language, so I'm going to do just a little bit of it. Hashua, Now we're going to get into something a little more serious, okay? We're going to neutralize quite a few things that um, have gone into our consciousness, because... Lemuria did exist, Atlantis existed. And we are going to go into some very deep rooted type of things. So get ready again. Now understand when I bring in the eights, and then you might notice I skip the one I am going into zero point frequency. I come back into the number eight. And then when I call out, I'm skipping the eight and then bring the eight back into number one. It's a true equation. Eight divided by nine equals point eight eighty at eight eight, at eight, eight, at eight, eight, at eight divided by nine equals nine eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, zero. Going into zero point frequency, infinite number of generation, mother and father's line, infinite number of generations and through all parallel lifetimes, and we are neutralizing all bloodthirsts, packs, connection wires, vows, agreements not to our highest good due to spiritual, physical, mental, and emotional genocide due to the Lemorian holocaust, due to the Atlantean cataclysm due to any cellular memories of an exploding planet Neutralize any and constant running of galactic war histories. Neutralize O'Leary and Orion wars from the higher harmonic universes. Neutralize any negative inserts in the live bodies. Neutralize negative alien agendas to serve another species that is not to our highest good. Neutralize any and all existing abuse of crystal formations causing negativity and false programming in our life bodies. Neutralize any and all programming that could occur from secret space programs. Neutralize all historical negative timeline triggers. Neutralize alien machinery and mind control implants that designate ownership over the human race. Neutralize repeated consciousness wiping attacks during sleep state or in interdimensional planes, and neutralize all reversal patterns and negative forms within parallel timelines. Artificial machinery or alien implants are not to the highest good. Divided by eight equals one two three four five six seven nine. Divided by one two three four five six seven eight nine equals point one 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 one. Integrate. Activate. Accelerate. Now. Now. And i going to do a tone. E- now. There we go. How much time do we have?
0: We're about ready to wrap it up.
2: Oh, okay, well... We got that one out just in time, didn't we?
0: (laughs) Yes, we did. Yes,
2: and we thank all the Synod Guides and masters for being present for the healing and activations tonight, and we ask that these are recorded throughout the collective, in all bodies, spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, through all translucent bodies, of the glorious name of the God I am, that I am,
0: of the God most
1: high. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you. That was an amazing ride. (laughs) That was... It's always so fun to listen to how things have evolved for you and how they've changed and how focused it is. Thank and, you. And having uh, you've expanded my awareness of the equations tonight for sure and uh, it helped me take it to the next level. <laughs>
2: well, that's sh- quite a to,
1: compliment. To continue I mean, to help people. Do do the next thing, right? Ah. Well, thank you so much for that. That was really powerful stuff. Yes,
0: and, and all those people out there listening to the show, if your cars levitate, please give us feedback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also if you can't find your left shoe. Yeah. We need feedback on that too.
2: It's in a dimension somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: cue the twilight zone.
2: <laughs> Just ask him to bring it
0: back into this dimension, I'm sure it's here well Shirley, thank you so much for coming down here and seeing us and being on the show, Uh, this is a real joy to talk to you and uh, we look forward to doing it again in the future
2: oh this was fabulous
0: thank you Okay. well, uh, thank you everyone for listening to the show Um, we'll see you later, this is Dave Jason and Violet in spirit (laughs) (laughs)
1: And surely. And surely.
0: Please stay tuned. We're going to highlight several practitioners as we close out the show, and they'll have great messages for you about what they do. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care.
2: Uh, Hi, I'm Nikki Milton. I am the center manager and marketing manager here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm here two days a week on Mondays and Fridays marketing this beautiful center and um, making sure that the center is up to standard for all the lovely guests who will hopefully come and visit us soon. I also own a content marketing agency, so I'm a teacher here in the space because I have a real passion for helping the spiritual business owners in this community learn how to brand and market their businesses. So I run a business class series every year on branding and marketing and social media classes as well as a full strategy workshop towards the end of the year to help you get your business in line for for the upcoming year and that is what i do here at discover your spiritual gifts
3: this is janice dow and i want to help you live a life of ease joy and grace i help people who want more happiness may be feeling stuck or burdened may want more energy or want to take control of the mental chatter in their mind Our body-mind is very powerful, and if we understand how it works, we can bring about positive change in our lives. Change is constant, and you may be swept up and feel powerless, but I can show you a different way of being. You can direct the change via intention, where you become empowered through evolution and transformation. You can learn to be powerful and energetic. We truly live in an age where self-directed transformation and evolution is possible. In 2013, I lost my job. And when working with a career coach, I was told that I was unconsciously giving my daughter all of my vital energy. And once I understood the need for boundaries, I began learning about subtle energy as I restructured my approach to my relationship with my daughter and moving forward in my energy work. And luckily, I'm able to apply what I have learned to self-care. I can do the same for you. My unique approach combines brain and body-mind sciences with the unseen world of subtle energy. These modalities are the secret sauce that help you to move with more grace and ease. Each session is tailored to your needs. You can be happier today. You can be in the flow of the universe. You can quiet the chatter in your mind. You can do it, and we'll have fun. I'm at Discover Your Spiritual Gift Center on Tuesdays.
4: Hi, I'm Joyce Gerald. I am a trance channel. I do individual readings, but what I really love to do is teach people how to channel. I've been teaching channeling for about 11 years. I kind of stumbled into the teaching part because I had a client who came to me who wanted to channel, and she said that the only way she could do it is if she was hypnotized because she was terrified. So I was channeling Archangel Metatron for her, and he turned the tables on her and had her start channeling for me. She was absolutely fantastic, one of the best people I've seen. When she was finished with it, she was in tears because it's the first time she'd been able to do it without being hypnotized first. Her guides had asked me if I would start a class to help support her so that she would be comfortable channeling around other people. And so I said, okay, I would teach channeling. So I did a little research and gathered several people to attend the first class. We were all very excited, so I said that she was supposed to bring me to the teaching part of what I do. I enjoy it immensely. Everyone channels in my classes. I have never had anyone who is unable to, uh, but Anyone who came in with the intention and the desire always was able to channel. And it's a really fun class. I'll be teaching classes here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts beginning in March. I have two Level 1 classes coming up and then a Level 2 class. The Level 1 class enables you to initially have those words come out of your mouth. But at that point, you're not really able to Attain that space and just start on your own. And so Level 2 is further refining and practicing. They're all really fun classes. You get to listen to everyone else's channel. You get to ask questions of the Others who are there, so it's it's a really fun thing to do. You can find the details on the classes at the DiscoverYourSpiritualGifts.com website. They also have a meetup, and I've also put all of my classes on Eventbrite.
0: Discover connection,
1: awaken sacredness.
2: It's for our show on Log Talk Radio.